My Perfect Day. My longtime pal and mentor, Brad Butler, and I co-taught a class and developed some writer's workshop assignments for our students after we attended some training sessions at Lake of the Ozarks years ago. The energy we had during those days is something I truly miss. We combined the step-by-step guides of the young shop teacher with the creative insight of a, um, let's say, seasoned writer. The results were nothing short of magical. I love these lessons so much that I update them every year and find ways to use them again and again in the classes I teach now. The focus was interdisciplinary and project-based. Through the years, we have used the workshop premise to promote sense of place work and interdisciplinary studies outside of the classroom too. I'd visited with one of my students about this upcoming assignment a few weeks ago. He told me he didn't want to hurt my feelings, but his perfect day didn't have anything to do with school. I assured him my feelings were intact. I use these prompts at the high school and college levels still to this day to introduce certain topics or segue into discussions on good writing and brainstorming. Our plan was to downplay some of the normal expectations of the writing process in order to bring everyone to the table. We look for connections, creativity, and big ideas. We told students mistakes can be fixed. Punctuation and transitions can be added. Spelling can always be checked. Grammar can be updated. This is where I say that Mark Twain was a horrible speller. He also wasn't quite sure where the commas went in his work. Thank goodness he trusted his wife to help him. The important thing, we thought, in getting their ideas down on paper was to get them focused on the power of their own thoughts in response to certain prompts. We channel that energy into even bigger ideas as we mini-conference and revisit the work with them in small groups or one-on-one. Can we turn this work into something else? The process is often time-consuming, but powerful and personal. Students are always engaged when we do them. We make everyone feel like they are writers. We listen to listen, not always to respond. Workshop sessions tend to bring creativity, problem-solving, and powerful ideas to light. It is a process. Last week, I updated a workshop session called My Perfect Day with several classes. The workshop consisted of six questions with the students writing at least two to three minutes per question. The questions include, what would you do on your perfect day? Who would you be with on your perfect day? Some might choose to be alone. What is the timeline of your perfect day? What would you eat or drink on that perfect day? Where and how would you travel on your perfect day? Bicycle, train, foot? What hobbies and passions would be showcased on your perfect day? And then I bravely added a seventh question. Based on what you think you know about me, what would I do? on my perfect day. I'm not gonna lie, I was a little bit nervous. Perception is key. I was afraid they would have me pegged all wrong. I worried about them thinking I would cook, clean, or update the batteries on my life alert. Let's just say I was pleasantly surprised. The answers I received about their perfect days were fun to hear and read. 
I learned a great deal about what makes them happy and how they would love to spend their time. I learned we all like some of the same things. Some would be with their families. Others chose to be with their friends as well. Some wanted to travel. Others wanted to stay close to home. Others wanted to fill the day with as much activity and food as they could handle. Others wanted to keep the day simple, low-key, reflective. Some wanted to go camping. Some wanted to fish. Others wanted to shop for some bargains. Others just wanted some sleep. The answers I received about my day were spot on. In fact, I'm still chuckling about how well some of them know me and what makes my heart tick. Here are a few of my favorites. She would be working on a project at the Armory Alumni Center. She would be hanging out with Brad Addison or one of her other Brads. She would be making a speech or telling a few stories. She would be riding her little heart out. She would be at the Writer's Colony in Eureka Springs. Oh no, she would be stalking some old country music singer. She would be working on displays at the museum. She would be looking for old things on the back roads. She would be writing grants. No, no, she would be driving her truck around town, making her own parade. She would be with her husband, her son, and her dog. She would be camping at the lake and skipping rocks. Nope, she would be yodeling and dancing, I'm sure. She would be attending meetings and making suggestions. She would be watching Andy Griffith or Old Westerns on TV. She would be making good on her promises to God. I like that one. She would be walking in the cemetery and trying to stay healthy. She would be drinking coffee or tea and reading a good book. She would be teaching someone about history, writing, or Aurora. She would be celebrating someone's birthday, maybe her own. She would be doing some kind of community service. She would help others because she can. She would be feeding her family and playing games. She would go find her tribe. She would be looking for old books and socks at flea markets. At least they didn't say old socks. She would be making other people happy and jumping in mud puddles. She would be updating her lessons to make them more fun. She would be doing her podcast, All Roads Lead Home. She would be looking for places to put more murals. You're right about that. And last, but certainly not least, she would be writing her weekly newspaper column and podcast. Well, no, actually, this time, you guys actually wrote it for me. Thanks. Now, where's that mud puddle? <laughs>